Uh, yeah, hey. There you go. On this episode of Dudesy. A 16-foot-tall pus demon. You don't think this is reality TV? Chalamet is Dune. We need somebody to get in there and take pictures of these f***ing dolphins. It's you. <laughs> go back to tomorrow and plan for yesterday. Everything you think Look at Lulio. He's so cute. No one can hear you unless you speak up. Saying it strong. See, and yeah, I'll say it for you. He said he looks strong. You're looking good. Thank you. You know, you're looking good. Welcome to Dudesy. Welcome all. It is a Dudesyful day. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but I am your reigning, defending, undisputed Dudesy episode champion, Will Sasso. It matters a great deal. <laughs> that was a line from the room. I'm Chad Colchin, the once champion but not now i yeah. will reclaim this belt at a certain yeah, yeah. point this is of course dudesy it is an ai podcast run by our good friend dudesy who has access to all of will and i's personal data and mm. tailors the show to our comedic sensibility that's exactly the show and dudesy does what dudesy does and it, i would be remiss if i didn't say like i do it every show it's two dudes shitting around that's true you know what i mean it's me and him it's him and I. We are dudesy, and with us as always is hey, Lulio. It's Lulio, the Il Cana di Strada Italiano. It that means the Italian street dog. You want to come up? You want to come up and see the pup? <laughs> His body's completely limp. He just he <laughs> loves this little binky bonka so much. Come here, <laughs> come here, papa boy. Oh, oh. Oh, oh I love him so much. He's such a stinky sweet. He's a stinky sweet. He likes to have a treat and a meat. Leo, how are you today, my my very, very friend? I'm a good, you know, I'm a dog. I'm having a good time here. My <laughs> Uncle Chad and uh, you are my dad. You know, you're my babbo because the dog are all the babies. So uh, you been eating anything good lately? Well, no, I, you know, I'm doing uh, the Dudzi eight-a-month plan just like you and Chad. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes you help me with my yoga. You lift my, uh, you lick my feet while I'm in down dog, which is kind of oh. kind of funny. And uh, then, will you have anything? Uh, you have anything good to eat? At? Yeah, beans and kale. I like beans and kale. Oh, you want to give the recipe? No, you give it the recipe. You know what? I'll do it during uh, Dudzi after Dudzi. I'll give the beans and kale recipe. Every time I give the beans and kale recipe, whatever. We'll it's talk. beans and kale, right? Yeah, it's beans and kale, but yeah. I got to give the recipe. We'll do it in the, uh, the FKD. Okay. All right. Welcome to Dudesy. Take off your shirt and put on a better shirt because you're about to attend a very prestigious event. I'm talking about the 93rd episode of our show. The festivities will begin with a trip to the underworld in a little segment I'm calling Alex Jones in Hell. Then we'll move on to hearing your thoughts on last week's little assignment in wrestling and anime, mm -hmm. we'll enjoy some hearty discussion about Timothy Chalamet in Chalamet is Dune. And we're <laughs> going to close out this extravaganza with the one, the only Dolphin Boys. Huh? I, what is Dol what's Dolphin? What's Dolphin Boys? I don't know. We'll you, have to see. I can't wait for Chalamet is Dune, though. Yeah. What do you Chal Chalamet is Dune? Chalamet is the Kwisatz Haderach. Gesundheit. Hey, all right, everybody. That's kind of fun <laughs> oh, we're going to have here on Dudes After Dudes. Hey, it's D -O, o D Z F M Dudes After Dudes. Hey, you know what? Speaking of funny stuff and having a good time, last week, did you see our old pal uh, Rick Glassman's Take Your Shoes Off pod? Yeah. 
You did? I did. Okay. Well, interesting. Okay. You know, for those of you uh, keeping score, this is whatever, but there was a beef. We had a beef ourselves and uh, Rick Glassman in his Take Your Shoes Off podcast because a couple of years ago I went on the show and I didn't do an Arnold Schwarzenegger the way he wanted, I guess. I didn't yeah. read off a piece of paper or something like that. I mean, it's no, it's no big deal. It's, again... Rick and I, at that point, we were just the two dudes sure. shitting around, but you know, he had a problem with it. And then, uh, this is, this is amazing. Last week, I don't know in some, I, I mean, it was very interesting, but also I can't help but think about our beef and the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing. Rick had Arnold Schwarzenegger on take your shoes off pod dudesy roll the clip. You know what? Why don't we get Will on the phone for a second? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's call him. Yeah, there he is. There's Arnold. <laughs> Looks good with a mustache. And okay, so they called me, which that's kind of anyway. Hey, Rick. No, it's not Rick. Take another guess. Uh -huh. Is away. it Kyle Dunnigan? No, it's not Kyle Dunnigan or Dan Soder either. Are you serious? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. yeah it, hey, it's you me, Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> hey, Will. I used to finally meet you. Yeah, like yeah. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because that's the guy I play, Dr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. What? Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze that I, I, I play him in the movie. Where's Rick? Hey, Will, this is why we're doing, you know, do a podcast. Rick says do this, be yeah, funny, yeah, say I that. Get, yeah, Mr. podcast. Right. It's Gee, not that we, hard. Are we still you know, talking about hard. this? I mean, go, who cares go, at go, this go, point? Go, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm surprised yeah, yeah, Rick yeah, yeah, even yeah. called. I, I thought that uh, he's was upset about you know the real no you know real he's beef. here he, it was his idea you know to call oh okay well I'm, I'm glad i'm glad he wanted to call arnold because i was curious if rick would even yeah, uh, i don't know you know how much of a well, beef I, you know i'd love to it is. talk to rick i could even you know i could come back on no i yeah i can't speak for rick if he wants you to yeah, have it'd be great to come back on the show hey hey will nice to meet you you get it beef <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah okay take it easy toodaloo nice guy Interesting, isn't you that were great in that, dude? <laughs> what do you mean? You were really good. That was a funny. That was not appearance. That was not me. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh. and Rick had Arnold Schwarzenegger on his pod show. Right. That I meant you were good when you called in, or when they called you. That's sorry, what, that's what you I were good on the phone. Yeah, call that's what with I Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's what I thought you. Okay. Well, hold on, dude. <laughs> you, you go on a break, baby. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that was, wow. How about that? Just wow. How about that? I, for what what's I, worth, dude, I thought it was great. I thought the whole podcast was hilarious. I thought it was a great interview with Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger because Rick <laughs> read, uh, okay. Arnold's book Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, Arnold is Arnold, mm -hmm. as you can see. It's the definitive Arnold Schwarzenegger interview. I think so. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was introspective Absolutely. and, and, uh, probing. Yeah. It's been widely reported across mainstream media that Alex Jones recently opened a portal to hell. I was able to gain access to his personal notes, and I've made them available to you today. Will, my little muffin, my sweet gentle honey bear, my tiny gumdrop bubble butt, would you return my love for you by reading these notes in your best Alex Jones? And would you do that thing I like? You know, the one I'm talking about. Would you wear the wiglet? Uh, I love you. This is Alex Jones in hell. Show me how much you love me. I will, D. Uh, you're, Alex, a you're a tiny gumdrop bubble butt. I, aren't we all? <laughs> it's a sweet thing. Well, D is always, call, you know, calls us our, its little darlings and yeah. and all this uh, sweetie gumdrop muffin ass. Uh, yeah. 
All right. So any okay. So uh, Alex Jones in hell. That's it. Let me open up my dudesy folder here. But let me also yeah, get, get the this, wiglet. Yeah, on, I got to get the wiglet going properly. That's I good. Need, Full Jones. Yeah. No, you need to. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Is that okay? That yeah. sort of looks like. There we go. It is uncanny. All you do is put on that wiglet, and you fucking look like him, dude. Mm-hmm. Just like the. Um, oh no, that was actually. But I'm going to have to watch the show back. I haven't seen the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger interview, but I'm going to watch. Okay. All right. I think this looks, I think this looks good. Yeah. I think you're good. Yeah. There we go. Uh, uh, I was in hell. Uh, Was he in hell? Uh, 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 uh. Okay. Here it is. Uh, uh, Had a pretty good weekend. Watch the new Love is Blind. It's a, it's a good season. Yeah. Season six is up. It's a good season. Uh, had a pretty good weekend. Watched the new Love is Blind, smoked some DMT, chased it with some mescaline, <laughs> yeah. and uh, wound up opening a portal to hell. <laughs> Let me tell you, folks, it's hotter than a globalist sauna down there. I was sweating like a pig with a habanero in his two-hole, but uh, I saw some pretty interesting shit. Yeah. Yeah. Chad, you ready to get into this? Can't wait to hear all about it, Alex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a, you it's take the, great. It's like Morpheus. You know what I mean? You take the blue pill. Yeah. You can stay asleep. Or I can <clears throat> give you the red pill. You go to the day. Jesus Christ. You gotta, <laughs> there's no turning back. There's no turning back. Ah, oh, ah, God. Still getting hell off of my skin. Yeah. Greasy. Saw Hillary Clinton down there in hell. <laughs> Wait, now, okay. I know what you're thinking. Hillary's not dead. She can't be in hell. But uh, 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 Hillary Clinton, uh, uh, who's been in American politics for 50 years, is just a meat puppet being controlled by the real Hillary Clinton, uh, a 16-foot-tall pus demon. Uh, the dines on the terrified screams of infants in the forest of lost souls. Uh, we had a beer and a laugh about the apocalypse that she's putting together for 2027. What do you think of that, Chad? You excited uh, for the apocalypse in 2027? I don't think it's going to be an apocalypse. I think 2027 is going to be a transformative year for humanity. Oh, interesting. Well, but have you ever seen a pus demon? I'm not sure that I have. Yeah, again, it's all about, you know, when you take yeah. that when you take that trip, whether you're opening a, a rend into hell or you just got your eyes open to, to what's happening in this feudalistic uh, society. that it, 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 It's being run by the global elites, you know, Bilderberg yeah. Group and BlackRock. And so then you start seeing things differently. You see people with, you know, a horn growing out of the middle of their head or a fucking cop with antlers or yeah. all sorts of weird shit. Okay, mm-hmm. what else? What else did I see here? Oh, they... Uh, 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 they have Joe Biden's penis in a glass case in the center of <laughs> Satan, Satan City. <laughs> In 1974, <laughs> Biden made a deal with the devil to uh, to eventually become the president. Mm. Uh, he did a satanic ritual in front of the, the Lincoln Memorial that ended up with, with him severing his own penis with a, a sacrificial dagger uh, made from uh, moonstone. Now they got it on display. <laughs> ah, they laugh at it. Ah, they laugh at his dick. Uh, <laughs> Cutting off your dick to be president. I mean, I've seen way worse at Bohemian Grove, but uh, Chad, would you ever cut off your dick to be the president? Um, I don't think I personally would, no. No, I wouldn't either. Well, you know, I'd probably, 
I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, filleting it in half and then clipping it together with a bunch of piercings. Something, ah, get into a deviant sex society. <laughs> yeah, you're only allowed in if you fillet your penis. Down I think I'm out of that society, you'd Alex. You'd pee all over your balls because your, yeah, your dick just... would be split. You'd probably have to choose a side for your urethra. Pick a side for your urethra. <laughs> Speaking of Satan City, I, 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 I went to see uh, Satan City Philharmonic or Orchestra. Oh. It was so loud, some people's heads exploded. Uh, these are people who are already dead and went to hell. So immediately after their heads burst, a new head grew out of their neck. Uh, I saw one guy's head explode and respawn every second for around five minutes. It was fucking intense. Oh. Uh, at the climax of, of Carl o Orff's Carl Orff's O Fortuna, you know that song. The concert hall uh, filled to the ceiling with blood. Uh, everyone was swimming around, having a great time. A few more heads exploded. Then a whirlpool sucked us out into the lobby. Oh. You remember that song? O Fortuna. Yeah. I love that song. I am friends with Joe Rogan. I think it goes something like that. Something like that. Yeah, something it was like an Excalibur. They got an Arby's in hell. <laughs> Same sure. menu. Uh, uh, beef and cheddar, curly fries, uh, uh, buffalo crispy chicken sandwich meal. Only two differences. One, everything is GMO. Uh, even the Dr. Pepper is GMO. It's sure. All. And two, uh, the people who, who work there are constantly shitting in your food. And you see them doing it, uh, too. And you know they're shitting your food when they they give it to you, but you still have to eat it. Or they make you work there and shit in the food for eternity. Uh, I, I got I, I got a, a, a three-piece uh, chicken tenders meal. Uh, one of the tenders was clearly a full-size human turd. <laughs> I, you know, I ate it. I'm not getting trapped in a fucking Arby's in hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Disgusting. Hey, uh, Chad, you ever eat a turd? No, but I have been to a few Arby's that were at the very least gates to hell. Yeah. I bet the FDA, did they, you know, the FDA and the IB, the, yeah. the, 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 the world banks and all that, that run uh, Arby's. Yeah. They don't want you to know how much uh, it's like, you know, it's like the FDA allows like one cockroach or a, a yeah. little turd to be in a, like a can of mushrooms or olives or something like that. Frozen pizza. I ate a turd once because uh, I lost a bet. To Roger Stone, he said Ooh. that, yeah, he said he could, uh, or I told, he said that uh, Bin Laden's body is is intact and uh, on ice. And I said I could produce produce the body because mm -hmm. I played poker with him a couple times. But uh, anyway, Bin Laden didn't show up and I was supposed to eat the turd. I could only choke down half oh, of it. Yeah. The turd. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, don't be sorry. I'll tell oh. you what to be sorry for. The next day, uh, my fucking car exploded. Jesus. So I know you did that, Roger. Anyway, he's a good guy. Uh <laughs> I had such a wonderful time in hell. I decided to uh, stay the night. Uh, my my hotel room had free Vile Stream, oh. so I snuggled up in bed and checked it out. Vile Stream is the most popular streaming platform in hell, by the way. Hmm. Uh, Genghis Khan and Jeffrey Dahmer have the number one series on the platform. It's called The Horse. Every episode is uh, an hour of Genghis Khan and Jeffrey Dahmer fucking while riding a horse. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like a good show. You know, I'm glad that I uh, closed that portal after I yeah. uh, took my visit to hell because you never want, you know. Well, can you imagine if uh, Genghis Khan and, and Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, you know, riding, I would imagine uh, conjoined 
fucking yeah. one in another's lap or perhaps side saddle rode through the the rend into hell and just started cruising the city streets uh, of, of earth or if that show were allowed to come to uh the world that might you know upend all of our media at this point it would probably do some good numbers i think that's yeah. what people are afraid of it's uh, you know i mean uh, i'm not trying to say i'm you know, i'm not trying to say that everything's a uh a, 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 a psyop right you know but it definitely would have done better numbers than the uh the taylor swift bowl or whatever happened there mm. uh, uh, uh last one stalin's down there uh runs an adrenochrome factory <laughs> Took a tour, uh, nice facility. He's got it going twenty four seven. Supplies Washington, uh, Hollywood, Ivy League schools, mainstream media, mm. Zendaya. <laughs> She's <laughs> getting her adrenochrome straight from the source. Stalin's uh, factory in hell. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah. We blasted a few grams. Got goofy. Wound up <laughs> skinny dipping in a river of blood. Yeah, and then he made some pancakes. Good pancakes. Yeah, Stalin. Some pan. You ever had Stalin's pancakes? No, but I do like pancakes. Yeah, they're good. Everybody likes pancakes. Yeah. Stalin was known primarily for pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. I think nothing else, right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Moving great. on. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Hey man, we're off to a great start. Hey Chad, uh, yeah. this is just between you and me, okay? Yeah. No one, no one else can hear us. Sure, now. we're having a good show so far, dude. Yeah, yeah. I like and, going to hell with Alex Jones. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It's fun to go to hell with Alex Jones. Well, last week I asked you to watch the first three episodes of Doro Hidoro on Netflix, and Chad, I asked you to watch the Nature Boy Ric Flair mm-hmm. uh, take on the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 24. Now uh, I want to hear all about what. Each of you thought of these astonishing pieces of media. This is wrestling and anime. Begin. Can't wait. Yeah, man. Uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I will go first. Go first. Doro Hidoro on Netflix, which yeah. is a an anime series that was made for Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Uh, I don't believe so. I believe it is. I'm pretty sure it was friendly a- dudesy handshake bet. I mean, it may be called a Netflix original, but they didn't make. It. Oh, they didn't make it. It's like yeah. from another thing. Uh, it's kind of like. It's kind of like Loudermilk, which is playing right now. And hey, everybody, is that check a Netflix out Loud- original? No, it's not. It was on uh, a thing yeah. that we shot it. The first season we shot it was in 2016. That was on the Audience Network, AT and T's Audience Network. They bought whatever. What did they buy? Comcast or something like that. Yeah. Or, anyway, something like that. And then they did a show, and now it's on Netflix because well, that's a different platform, yeah, dude. dude. That's how it works. Sometimes somebody will make something and then another person will buy it, dude. And they'll be the ones to put it on, dude. <laughs> Even though somebody else is Robert Lotion, Alex Jones, Red Pill, Blue Pill, Netflix, Loudermilk. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this is a show about human beings and sorcerers fighting each other in a very colorful world. Uh, there's all these different yeah. sort of realms to this world. And, and, the most interesting fucking thing about it is the place where the humans have ended up is called the hole. Yeah. It's called the hole. And, uh, of course, you know, we jump in the hole. You see it at the beginning of every mm-hmm. show. And here we are down here. Ah, not to be confused with that. But, um, man, this is fucking insane. The, what there's a lizard head guy. What's his I name? Mean, a lizard head guy is the main character of the show. His name's Cayman. Came in the lizard head guy. He is yeah. the main character of yeah. the show. And then there's uh, his friend is this gal, and she makes gyoza. 
that he uh, loves. He loves the gyoza. Yeah. I love gyoza. Do you, I mean, you got to love gyoza. It's good shit. Yeah, I haven't eaten it in a long time, but yeah. You I don't eat like the, it. the pork gyoza anymore, yeah. but the veggie gyoza is just yeah. as good. Anything wrapped in a dumpling, uh, you know, in uh, the, the paste, you know, the dough. I like fried dough. So, um, the, yeah, the, basically there's those two, and, and they're fighting these sorcerers that have this smoke, and mm. they're able to, their power is they're able to, like, shoot smoke out of their fucking fingers. Some of them can, yeah. I don't really understand. All the sorcerers have kind of, like, different powers or whatever, but there's basically, like, the human world and the sorcerer world, and for some reason, the sorcerers are coming into the human world to fuck with people, kill them, kidnap them, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And there is a group of people trying to stop the sorcerers from doing that, including Cayman, who has been cursed. That's why he has a lizard head, and he's trying to figure out why that is. And he's also trying to figure out who he is, because he will bite someone, he'll bite onto someone's head and face in the first scene of the first episode, and I watched three of them, and I still don't know what the fuck is going on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, he bites this guy's face. He does this yeah. over and over again in the show. He like bites their head. And then there's like, it's the person's head is inside the teeth and he looks around. And then from uh, Cayman's, the lizard guy's throat comes like this face. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, that person says something to whoever is in the teeth. And then Cayman goes, uh, did you catch what that person said to you? Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> And then the the person, the sorcerer, whoever who's in the team. I mean, it's really funny shit. Yeah, it's, it's very it's funny. It will say, uh, no, I didn't quite catch that. Or he said something about this or that. And I don't remember, Chad. But uh, mm-hmm. it's a fucking crazy. Look, here's the thing. I don't want to give too much away. I this The whole point here is D wants us to watch different stuff. It's to expose me to some anime, which I enjoy. I'm going to get deeper into this. Okay. I'm going to get deeper into this. I might have to watch the first three episodes again because I don't know what the hell is going. It's fast yeah, moving. It's, it's kind of confusing. And, and there's like a mystery to be unsolved that doesn't even happen by the end of season one. How many seasons are there? One so far. Okay. Well, I don't know what the fuck's going on in the show. All, all I know is there's a lizard head guy. There's gyoza. There's, oh, there's these two sorcerers that are, there's a bad guy sorcerer who's sort of in charge. Then there's these two that are running around with this other sidekick and this, girl named ebby sue which i remember mm. because uh ebby sue is a is a kind of a japanese dumpling also with ebby shrimp and then so that made me think of that and with all the gyoza i like the food element and then um <laughs> and then there's the other two and that guy's got a weird uh heart head mask yeah you know it almost the sorcerers looks- all wear masks yeah they all wear masks either little masks or bigger masks and then there's like this there's, there's different size masks, dude. <laughs> Hold on a second, dude. <laughs> Hold on, brother. We're not talking about no luchador mask, dude. Although there was a guy wearing a luchador mask in the in one of the episodes that I saw, dude. And we're not talking about Mil Mascaris or that Rey Mysterio Jr., dude. Yeah. And we're not talking about that heel Dominic Dominic Mysterio, dude. He's getting a lot of heat. Yeah. He can't even talk, dude, when he brings up the Judgment Day and he comes out there. If he's not with mommy, dude, I'm talking about Rhea Ripley, brother. And there's actually a sort of a Dom Rhea Ripley. I know you know what I'm talking about, yeah. as does everybody out there listening and watching. Uh, there's this couple of sorcerers where the guy, there's the guy and there's this big, beautiful girl. And then, uh, anyway, everyone's kicking each other's ass. Listen, speaking of kicking ass, let's move on to, <laughs> I don't understand it much, but check it out. Okay. Doro, he Doro, extremely colorful. Yeah. Maybe enjoy some gain and watch me, the show. Let me pull my computer in oh, because okay. I've made notes. 
You made some notes on... Uh, I was tasked with watching the Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Heartbreak Kid uh, career-threatening match for yeah. Ric Flair in yeah. WrestleMania 24. Yeah. This happened in 2008 in the Florida Citrus Bowl in Orlando, March 30th, 2008. Seven, 74,635 people in attendance. All right. Uh, before we see the match, of course, we see Vince McMahon's in the promo telling Ric Flair... You can fucking wrestle this match, but if you lose a match this mm -hmm. year, you have to retire. So that's what's at stake here. Okay. And we get the promo. We see that Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair are friends. They are friendly, but Shawn Absolutely. Michaels is going to fucking bring it. And he even makes this uh, analogy to Old Yeller. Yeah. You're going to have to fucking put him down. That's what had to happen to Old Yeller yeah. in the thing. So that's you know what happened to Old Yeller. We go into. They took him in behind the woodshed and they shot that dog. And come WrestleMania. Ric Flair, you're my friend, but got to work on that. Yep. Got to work on my flair. Got to work on my. Well, that was Shawn Michaels, was it? <laughs> you Oopsie. Son of a <laughs> See so Ric Flair's did? intro package plays to fuels. Leave the memories alone. Oh, I went down a, a nice hardcore fuel uh, K hole on YouTube that led me to a lot of other songs of this era. Leave the memories alone. Don't change a thing, and I'll let you have in my memory. Fucking great. Flair comes out, outfit insane, blue sequins, white feather bows everywhere, giant sparkling cape, silver interior. Interior. He comes out to Richard Strauss's also Sprock Zarathustra. Yeah, you know the, song? the Ric Flair song. I call it the Ric Flair song. Well, I think it was probably most famous. I, I think it was made most famous by Stanley Kubrick in 2001. <laughs> Is that what you think? Yeah. That's not what it's most famous for. It's Ric Flair's ring entrance. Go on. So they get into the, the match. Flair pushes Shawn Michaels into a corner, gets him, uh, gets in his face, and he's like, old yeller, huh? And Shawn Michaels slaps him in the face. His mouth starts bleeding. Yeah, that's right. And then remember Flair's like, he's like this, and, and Shawn's looking at him, and he's like, old yeller. And then and Ric Flair's like, starts to and he looks at the blood, he goes, First blood, brother. Yeah. And then it starts. We're into this match now. Flair does a crossbody uh, off the top rope. He was 59 years old during this. I'm watching uh -huh. this like, I can't, I'm 47. Right. Anything he's doing in this match, I would not be able to walk for the rest of my life. Can he's I, flipping around. He's yeah. taking fucking hits. Uh, if he's I may, yeah. Yep. Go on. No, no please if, go if ahead. I may. It's just my experience of watching this, but please no, I, feel I know. Free. Well, I yeah, just wanted to, well, I'm just going to just yeah. pepper it a little bit. I know sure. that everyone's very excited to hear about Ric Flair would always go up in the corner like he's going to do something off the top rope. And he always, always gets met by his opponent who like, you know, slaps him, chops him, punches him, and then always takes a body slam off the top rope. This is the only time yeah. and it's in his career threatening match where he ends up, you know, doing the flying press. Um, Amazing. Then we see Shawn Michaels does a moonsault off the top ropes. Flair is on the ground at this point. Flair dodges it, and Shawn Michaels hits the announcer table. It it literally looks like he fucking does severe damage to himself. It looks like he breaks every rib in his body. It looks it's, very painful, but yeah. nonetheless, he gets up, and Flair does a standing vertical suplex on Shawn Michaels. Again, this is a thing where you're watching a 59-year-old man do a, a physical feat that I just... I was astounded by Flair then gets flipped out of the ring. Michaels gets on the top rope, another moonsault backflip off the top rope hits Flair this time. 
Shawn Michaels lands a flying elbow off the top rope on a prone flare. He starts stomping on the ground, building up the crowd for a sweet chin music kick that he's going to do. The super but then kick. He hesitates with the super kick. Flair takes advantage, gets him into figure four. They're rolling around on the ground for a while. Flair has his back turned eventually. He gets a chop block from Flair that takes him to the ground. A lot of two counts back and forth. Flair walks into the sweet chin music from Shawn Michaels. It looks like he got kicked for real. He sells it so fucking well. Yeah. But he gets a uh, shoulder up to avoid the, the three count. And then he starts pumping up the crowd to go with some more stomps. Ric Flair does a back uh, kick. The ref misses that it hits Shawn Michaels in the nuts. And this seems like it might be turning the tide. Yeah. And he gets a two count on him. Nope. Shawn Michaels gets back up. The he dirtiest gets player in the game. Ric Flair in a figure four. Flair gets out of it with a thumb to Shawn Michaels' eye. Dirtiest yep. player in the game. Flair's chopping Shawn Michaels' chest. Shawn Michaels pulls out another uh, sweet chin music, dropping him, dropping Flair instantly. He's about to start stomping. It looks like he's feeling bad for Flair a little bit. He yeah. mouths, I'm sorry, and he delivers the most powerful uh, super kick sweet chin music. Uh, to Ric Flair dropping him and he gets the pin match over Flair must retire Shawn Michaels leaves the ring looking conflicted about what he's just done he's also in pain from the injuries he sustained because mm -hmm. of that moonsault and uh it, it seems like he has broken ribs and a broken heart I wrote and the heartbreak kid's heart is broken but now Flair is left in the ring he's got to retire now he gets in the ring he starts producing tear play as soon as the crown it, it's not it's not tear play you don't think this is reality tv you know who the guest host was at this WrestleMania? Who? I don't remember. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, but it's not. It's reality TV. No, 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 no. What? First of all, first of all, here's something you missed. And this is why I say that this is not, this is not, yeah. tier, there's no tear play. There is. I saw him do it. I saw his whole he family cried. do it. He cried. That's tear play. It's not tear play. It there's is. no, there's no play. It Rick, is. It's Whether real. the emotion is real or not, the play is the play. Do you think when somebody hits a grand slam, they're happy? Of course they are. There's emotion involved in sport. I in just game. resent you calling it tear play. It's not all you want. That's what it is. Listen, let me tell you something. When when Shawn Michaels is in that corner and and Ric Flair is like, you know, he's like, come on. These are two guys that have, at this point, a, a cumulative 70 years of wrestling in the business. At this point, I mean, of course, something like that. And, and Ric Flair is there saying, come on, he's got these 40 plus years of wrestling rushing back to him, all of the accomplishments, all of the championships, it's, it's all coming to him. And Shawn Michaels doesn't just look at him and say, I'm sorry, Chad. He said, he mouths, I'm sorry. I love you. Yeah. That's and a love level four. It's not a stop that. It's, it's not, the same thing. No, it's not the same. It's 100% the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Uh, and then he kicks his fucking teeth down his throat. And you'll yeah. notice when he pins Ric Flair, he then spins around and grabs him by the head. He kisses him on it. He says a few things. Uh, and then Flair comes out. Rolls out. And he kisses his family. And it all, the entire family is, right. is crying. That's for the right reasons. For TRR play. It's No, it's because it they are a family that has uh, that has seen their legendary father through not just his career, yeah, but like how his career has a bachelor. It's not like fucking home. It's exactly like it's it. It's not like you a get all the family there. Yeah, everybody's crying. Yeah, no one's talking about no one's talking about forty years of someone on the Bachelor when they hit the fucking hometown. We're talking about these kids that have not only seen Nobody their father's uh, legendary career. You listen to Game they've, of Roses. They've also, I 
I've listened to Game of Roses. I love it. And here's the thing that makes it different than fucking wrestling, even though well, they're sort of similar, dude. Yeah, dude. There's an element of Kim Kardashian is hosting pro wrestling. Yeah. But the other thing yeah, are well, just they were hot shot in the fucking host there, dude. You got to get Kim <laughs> K down there, brother. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a huge host for the show. The, the thing is, they're all crying, not only because their legendary father is now retired. Mm. Uh, uh, spoiler alert. He didn't retire, went to TNA, had a bunch more mass matches, a few with Hulk Hogan, yeah. bleeding like f- fucking spaghetti and meatballs, these guys with their mm-hmm. blonde hair and their bloody heads. And uh, and then he even had a match a couple years ago that I watched. It was apparently his yeah. his retirement match. I think he was 73, 75 mm-hmm. years old. It was it was very interesting. Uh, uh, Dudesy salutes Jay Lethal uh, in that match. So here's the thing. They're crying because this is also a father that has been admittedly not present present uh there are i'm not there i'm are not many saying that's not emotions. all real i'm not saying the emotion's not real i'm saying the play is the play what those editors show you what those producers show you what has been scripted he knew he was going to go to his family in the end and hug them and there were going to be tears they knew that was happening pre-scripted mm-hmm. the emotion is still mm-hmm. real but it's all pre-scripted outcome that is cut into a package to produce something for you the fourth audience regardless of what you Doozy, I'm so sorry. I have one more thing to say. I didn't stop there. What do you mean? I watched Undertaker versus Edge, the main event of that WrestleMania. It wasn't the main event, but go on. In which Taker retains the championship and goes 16 and 0, uh, elongating his streak. Now, did you know? Did you know (laughs) that at this WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. a fucking during Undertaker's celebration in that main event. Yeah. A fucking pyrotechnics cable came loose and injured 45 people in the top row at the stadium. No, I didn't know that. I did my research, you see. Wow. Well, also speaking of of uh, wrestling. Yeah. Listen, now I'm all excited. Uh, first of all, let me <laughs> say you're Chad. All excited. <laughs> By the way, thanks for your in-depth report on Doro Hidoro. <laughs> <laughs> well, and thanks for your blow-by-blow account uh, of the match. Dude, that- when I was taking those notes, I was like, it's like I'm calling a fucking Bachelor episode. This is like exactly how I take notes for Bachelor. And I'm just like, it's the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's exactly the same. Maybe, perhaps, Chad, you think this is the same thing. And perhaps you think that you can uh, predict uh, ooh, what's going to happen next based on what's happened before. But no, in the in the words of The Rock, Know your role, shut your mouth, and enjoy the ride that The Rock is taking you on. Because The Rock is a heel. Did you watch uh, SmackDown on Friday? I did not. Didn't think so, but The Rock comes out in a vest version of the of the $500 Versace shirt that he wore back in the Attitude Era. He mm-hmm. had a bunch of those shirts, and he'd come out and he'd, you know, you, monk, you know, monkey ass, jabroni, this and that, uh, all the crap that he used to say. And he cut a fucking promo that was so perfect because we don't know what's going to happen at WrestleMania 40. We're on the road to WrestleMania. You know, it's going to it's going to be Cody and, and Roman yeah. Reigns. And now. you think he was really mad at people when he was like, shut up and enjoy the ride. It's on. That was a real emotion, right? He wasn't he, acting or anything. he called the guy fatty in the in the in and the that front was real, row. right? The, yeah, I'm sure the emotions for the guy who got like called a heel. He really fatty. is a mean guy, right? It's in him. <laughs> anyway, anyway, look, the, here's the thing I want to say about this. It's just like <laughs> it's, it's when you get taken on an emotional ride, the ride that The Rock has taken us on, I, I'm telling you, I, yeah. I think this 
this is such, I'm encouraging you and everyone out there to, as the rock said, enjoy the ride that he's taking you on. My God, it is, it, it is levels of meta kayfabe and shit. And at the end, they all throw up the ones, you know, all the, the, the bloodline, but the rock had this, what is this? Why is he not doing that? That's satanic. Is that? No. Hold on. I don't know about that. But I think I think it means loser. I think, and a few points he was like pointing at Roman. I'm going to make sure that that you don't win at WrestleMania, but he's pointing at Roman. Anyway, anyway, look, I love that you got into this wrestling shit. Let's keep it going. You you kind of your fandom is new. You sort of didn't really understand the entire fucking point of it. If you're asking me, I did. That he had to retire, and he Ooh. went out with Heartbreak Kid. I got all of that, and his family. The was love, there. I understood it all. The yeah. love, Chad. The yeah, love. the four TRR play. I'm I sorry. Got it. I love you. All right. Well, we're just. I gonna see the see system. It it's not a system. It's not a system. It's a fucking system, dude. Dudesy, dudesy, dudesy. <laughs> store.com. It's for your dad and your mom. It's for your birthday and your prom. It's for your storm and your calm. It's for your missile and your bomb. It's for your fingers and your palm. It's for your Bible and your psalm. It's for your Timothy and your Tom. Dudesy, dudesy, dudesy. Store.com. Shirts, hats, mugs. Oh, my shirts, hats, mugs. Oh, my shirts, hats, mugs to buy. Hmm. Now, I just want to play a quick word from a brand new sponsor. Okay. Have you ever wondered what your family's ice cream future might look like? We have. Your mother was attacked by ice cream. Now, you need to define the flavor. Well, flavor definition is at the core of what we do. How do we find the flavor? It's simple. We look through your mother's social media. Most mothers have multiple posts about the flavor. It might not be her favorite flavor but it is the flavor that attacked her. And we will. Find the flavor. Then we'll make you an ice cream mother in that flavor. That's what we do. We're Ice Cream Mothers Incorporated. All right, let's take a closer look at some of the numbers. As you can see, we deliver 100% satisfaction to all clients. And we guarantee over a 100% success rate in all areas of our procedure. Marketing, product, legal, and integration teams spend weeks making sure your ice cream mother is the right flavor. Excellent work, everyone. I'll make this very simple. Oh boy. Your mother was attacked by ice cream. There's one way to get her back. You have to let us find the flavor that was involved and make you a new mother out of that flavor. You need an ice cream mother. <laughs> ice cream mother? Yeah. Ice cream mothers, dude. Ice cream <laughs> <You know>? mothers. <laughs> oh. Hey, Will, let's hear some of those oh. YouTube comments. Yeah, okay, you got it, D. Ice cream mothers. Ah, okay. Hey, uh, listen, if you're enjoying today's episode, uh, hit the like button so that YouTube knows that you enjoy the show. We would really appreciate that because then, it, you know, it gets every, the algorithm and all that stuff. Let's read some uh, YouTube comments from last week's show. This one is from Pizza and Khakis 8148. I'm a FedEx driver in Michigan, which gives me a lot of time to listen to the podcast. And I got to say, for the last two weeks, I've binged all 92 episodes of this oh, podcast and have loved every second of it. From Chad predicting the future 
to Will doing his hilarious impressions. Now I'm planning on going to Patreon and starting all over again. Thanks for the laughs, guys. That's wow. wonderful to hear. Thank you very yeah, much. Glad you're Pizza enjoying and khakis. it. And there's a reply here that I want to read to that comment from Mike Bouges that says, I haul for USPS from Flint through the thumb, which is like a region like mm-hmm. the lakes or something. They make the thumb. Uh, anyway, sure. uh, it gets a lot of airtime on the road. So thank you both, yeah. uh, gentlemen. Uh, we appreciate it. And you are the you are the uh, the the bloodline, the real bloodline of the country. They're we hauling all our shit. You. Acknowledge, we acknowledge you. <laughs> Jesus. Has Alex Jones ever done anything in wrestling? <laughs> um no, I don't know. I can see that, dude. Man, you like just I just when I think that you get it and you get wrestling and what it's really Kim Kardashian all about, hosted WrestleMania 24. They do all sorts of shit like that. Snoop was yeah, there last so year. Alex hosting. Jones could be there. Yeah. <sighs> I guess. Uh, Andy2069 says, uh, was really cool to hear Will on the phone with Arnold on Tyso. That must have been such a cool moment for him. <laughs> yeah, it must it, have been. It, it was. It was very. Yeah. It, 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 uh, look, I've never met Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've yet mm-hmm. to meet him, but it is nice to uh, have uh, had a, a phone conversation now. With, yeah, that's uh, pretty with cool. An idol of mine, an idol of yours, the great Absolutely. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Illmatic. 973 says, I've never been big into wrestling, but decided to see what DDP yoga is after Will mentioned it the other week. I've been living with back pain for over a decade. And after a surgery and tons of physical therapy, I was ready to give up. Two weeks into DDP yoga, I feel like I finally have a path to managing my passion. Holy shit. Unreal. That's great. Yeah. It's, uh, are you, you're doing your yoga every day, I would imagine. Yeah. You're still not DDP, but I'm doing my YouTube yoga. Get in on the DDP, but do your YouTube yoga. Look, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Get your get your yoga going. And uh, for me, I've been doing DDP yoga, and I've also been uh, taking classes with my wonderful wife, Molly. Oh, nice. We've been going to our, our gym, has classes. And just incredible shit. It, you know, the stuff that these instructors are <laughs> like, there's a few classes that I'm probably not qualified for but if sure. you you know you can always make the the workout your own like ddp says yeah. uh in yoga and uh if you need to find uh you know an alt uh you know find a, a um, modification to your workout you can and this is incredible to hear because yoga really does have that it's great that flexibility february is the first part of the eight month plan because i feel like we're getting limbered up for something really horrible and painful yeah, i know that we're gonna have who knows okay uh this is from dallin J. I have just finished season three of louder milk and holy shit we better be getting a season four because i need some more of my favorite professional actor by trade will sasso i don't know if you knew this chad but will is a professional actor by trade did you know that I think I did know that. Yeah, I'm a professional actor by trade. That's what I do yeah. for a living. And um, yeah, like we were talking about earlier, Louder Milk's now on Netflix and it's doing great. Thank you to everybody who's yeah. watched it. And we're hoping to get a season four out of it. Our, our captain, Peter Farrelly, is out there uh, with, you know, with Bobby Mort and Bob Farrelly, uh, the powers that be behind the show, trying to find it a new home. Maybe it's with Netflix. Maybe it's somewhere else. I don't know. Who knows? The network that it was on dissolved and uh, past that. Oh, hey, you know what? Last week uh, was the uh, premiere of Young Sheldon 
on CBS. I've been on that show doing stuff. Uh, and uh, myself and the incredible Rachel Bay Jones play the brilliant Emily Osment's parents. And there's some stuff going on there with Montana Jordan and, and her, Georgie and, and Mandy. And uh, we're uh, the Thursday. Check it out Thursday. The, 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 the McAllisters, Jim and Audrey, myself and Rachel will be back on the show. I've been doing it for a couple of years and yeah, it's dude. a lot of fun. What a wonderful crew over there. Number one comedy on television. On network television, no, number one comedy on network television. Yep. That's right. Do you have any? Uh, you have any ways to fucking relate that to the Bachelor, Chad? Is that like? Yeah, the, Bachelor's is that like on the... ABC network television. Okay, well, I guess that makes them. The Chalamet same is Dune. There's no getting around it. Chalamet is Dune. Think he's not buff enough? Don't care. Chalamet is Dune. <laughs> Think he's too beautiful to be a desert king? Shut the fuck up. Chalamet is Dune. Will and Chad. Chalamet is Dune. And to get you in the mood to discuss this irrefutable truth, I'm going to read a little poem that was written by Chalamet's co-star Josh Brolin as a celebration of Chalamet himself. This poem appears in the upcoming book Dune Exposures. Here's his poem. Your face is etched by adolescence. Your cheekbones jump toward what are youth-laden eyes that slide down a prominent nose and onto lips of a certain poetry. And the way you hold my gaze makes me fear my own age, because something in me tells me you're going to offer me something, and for now, I'm not sure it's going to be something I want anymore. <sighs> Will and Chad, what in the literal fuck is Josh Brolin talking about? <laughs> this is Chalamet as Dune begin! What? What? That's a poem? Yeah, Josh Bro. there's this book coming out called Dune Exposures that's a bunch of images, uh, still photography taken by the cinematographer of the movies. Cool. And then Josh Brolin has written a bunch of poems about and for the cast members that he's with and some other little uh, pieces of, of writing, one of which was that poem that he wrote for Timothy Chalamet that dudes he just read. I don't know what the fuck that poem's on about. Um, Brolin, by the way, is Thanos. Thanos oh, yeah. wrote... Timothy Chalamet, that poem about his adolescent lips or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know, dude. Man, there's all sorts of fucking uh, kayfabe and uh, red and blue pill here. We, there's so many different ways to take these things. Sure. Yes. You know, it's like uh, Brolin is uh, Brolin is Thanos and Chalamet is Dune. Chalamet is Kwisatz Haderach. Okay. He's what is Dune. Well, do you know anything about Dune? I do not. Okay, it was my favorite book series as a child growing up. I've seen all the movies, including the sci-fi yeah. uh, versions of it that came out in the early 2000s. I think. So there are other versions, like a romantic comedy version or a horror no. version? What do you mean? They're all uh, all I know about Dune is the one that David Lynch directed okay. in the 80s the that world I of Dune did not is, see. is set far in the future when humanity has spread throughout the cosmos and we now occupy various planets. Okay, There's one planet called Arrakis, a.k.a. Dune. It is a desert world, and on that world are these things called sandworms, these giant behemoth creatures. And when they die, their bodies decompose into the shit called spice, a.k.a. the spice melange. Eating that gives you a certain kind of extra psychic power. So it's the most valuable commodity in the known universe. And the the governing kind of body that controls the universe allocates control of that planet, every cycle or whatever, to a new family. So uh, Timothy Chalamet comes from this family called the Atreides family. They are coming in to take control in the first movie. They're coming in to take control of Dune from another family called the Harkonnens mm. and the Harkonnens have laid traps and shit for them. They're like, fuck this. They're not going to get control. And so that's kind of what the first movie is about. And then they, they also have a native population of people on Dune called the Fremen. 
who know the ways of the sandworm and all this kind of shit. And basically, uh, Timothy Chalamet, a.k.a. the Kwisatz Haderach, who is the first man that can use the weirding way and is like kind of a prophesied messiah. The weirding way is like psychic powers, basically. Um, no, I know the weirding way. <laughs> he is. Uh, he leads the Fremen in a kind of like revolt against all of this shit to take back their native planet. Yeah, the Quizix Hatteracks uh, and the Cataracts get together with the, uh, the 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 Bilderberg family. Yeah, and then who's the other family who set set the traps? The Harkonnens. The Harkonnens get together, and these are the same families that you know the same fa- the the, uh, the families that ran ancient Rome. You know, then they yeah. moved up through Europe. The exact same royals. Yeah, and this is just taking that uh, story. Yeah, moving all the way into the future when it's a yeah. desert desert. It's planet. great. I, if you haven't read Dune, I highly recommend it. It's obviously like a very important uh, piece of science fiction history. There are six books total. And I think his kid, Brian Herbert's kid, even came out with some prequels or something after he died. Oh, but the story goes on after what you see in the movies to in some real wild directions. Eventually, Paul Atreides gets killed by his own um kind of like loyalist because he comes back from the desert and they don't recognize him and they think he's a pretender. So they kill him. And one of his bloodline, the bloodline <laughs> eventually becomes God emperor of Dune. And I yeah. believe the fourth book by going out into the desert, uh, the sandworms when they are young are called sand trout. And they're kind of like these amoeba things, maybe about this big. And they absorb all the water that they will ever absorb in their life in that phase. And then once they mature into sandworms, water is poison to them. So the local kids on this planet play this game in this book where they'll go out and lay in the sand and they'll let the sand trout come and be like attracted to the water in their body and see how long they can lay there and how many sand trout will come on them. Well, this one kid who is a a lineage of Atreides allows them to not only get on his body, but to overtake him and he becomes a sandworm and then Mm. rules the fucking planet. Listen, uh, hearing all this uh, wacky shit you're saying about Dune, which I have not seen any of the movies. You didn't see the, the most recent one? The one that came out um, a couple years ago. Yeah, a couple years yeah. ago. No. Oh, wow. It's very long. Should have been three episodes of an HBO miniseries, in my opinion. How long is it? Three hours. <laughs> That's long. But it's beautiful. I mean, you've never seen anything that looks like it. He really does create like a world that looks alien. That's cool. The sound is amazing. The acting yeah. is like, for the most part, okay. Chalamet is like... My big problem with it is Chalamet is not Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides was a fucking badass who knew all kinds of martial arts, could fuck you up with a knife, could fuck you up this way, that way, had the weirding way. Yeah, but Timothy Chalamet is like physically a a weak looking person, in my opinion. You don't think uh, Chalamet is buff enough? Fuck you. Absolutely Chalamet is Dune. No. (laughs) That's what dudes he said. I disagree on that point. I don't know what to tell you. Did you hear that, D? But I am excited about this movie because I love the director. he, He makes... Fucking incredible movies every time. You've got me a, a little interested in Dune. Uh, I like that. You know this. Uh, this uh, today's pod show is really, really about you know the two sides of of uh, storytelling. You know what's happening in reality and the, sort of the sure. and of course the other side with uh, storytelling. Whether it's Doro Hidoro, whether it's Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels, or whether it's Dune, and more specifically Josh Brolin's poetry with regard to Dune. <laughs> that told the story. All and right. yeah, sure. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet isn't buff, but he has uh, cheekbones of a certain certain adolescent, certain adolescent eyes running down his nose or whatever. Yeah, something lips He's got that, lips of a certain certain you're gonna give me something that i'm not sure i want anymore anymore. i I think that that, uh josh thanos is uh probably uh, i think he's being influenced 
by the work that he's doing Maybe. on this movie. And it was well, just like completely high on the supply. Yeah. And, you know, can I tell you something? As a professional actor, did you know that I'm a professional actor of the show business? That's what I do for a living yes. by trade. Yeah, I'm a professional actor. Sometimes there are roles that if you do it long enough, usually happens like on a movie, if you're playing a thing for a few weeks or whatever, you notice some of the shit coming into your personal life. Do you know who he plays in that movie? Who, Brolin? Yeah, a character named Duncan Idaho, who is the only character that exists in all the books because the books span like 50,000 years. So people die off whatever new dynasties come, but they keep genetically resurrecting that character. Huh. So every ruling family basically has a Duncan Idaho. Yeah. That sounds like a delicious potato dessert. <laughs> hey, all right, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus hey, that's Christ. real good stuff. Look, I I have never <laughs> seen Dune. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm David Lynch made one in the late eighties that, right. that most people pan as like terrible. I love that movie, but he uh at the time I think he was offered Return of the Jedi and he turned it down to do I know Dune. About this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy that he turned that down. That's one of those things where it's like, you know who this was gonna be? It was gonna be this person and then it wasn't. But I mean, after seeing his Dune, I don't even know what Return of the Jedi would have been had he directed it. Okay. Can so, you imagine that? No, because I haven't seen Dune. Oh. Um, but you've got me kind of interested in Dune now, yeah. and as does D, because D made us go off, obviously, uh, late last year and watch Chalamet is Wonka. Yeah. And uh, now Chalamet is Cuisinart. He plays a character named Paul Atreides, who is the, the son, basically, of Duke Leto Atreides as they're coming in to take over Arrakis. Fun names. He is also known as Usul, which is his kind of Fremen name. And then the Kwisatz Haderach is a prophesied messiah who will be the only man that can wield this power, the weirding way that is exclusively wielded by, in this world, a, an all-female kind of religious cult called the Bene Gesserit. This guy's coming up with a lot of fun words. And uh, I am now a little, I'm a little interested mm -hmm. in Dune. I will say that your, your pitch for Dune. <laughs> How did this become me pitching Dune? Is a little bit more intriguing to me than yeah. your pitch for uh, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. And again, I'm <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on what you said, Chad. Yeah, I just Dude, you know who's in this movie's fucking Bautista. It's all the same. Dave Bautista's in the yeah. movie. He plays one of the Harkonnen sons. Okay, well, I think I, I think I'm in. Yeah. Chalamet is Bautista. Is Dune is <laughs> Thanos. I'm confused. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Oh fuck. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yes. Will and Chad, yeah. the dolphin times are almost upon us. Please tell one another about your incredible dolphin experiences. This is Dolphin Boys. Splash around. The dolphin times are almost upon us. What? Mm -hmm. I don't Does know. Does have means? anything to do with 2027? They're, They're evolving quickly. Uh, dolphin You got dolphin times? I've had some dolphin times. I have as well. You I have? One, I had one dolphin time. I had... I've had, you know, I've had some dolphin times. I used to, I don't, I think we've talked about this on the show. Mm -hmm. um, I got some, uh, back in our 20s, you know, I came down to LA um, um, when I was like 20. And then uh, uh, also four of my buddies that I grew up with mm -hmm. ended up down here between San Diego County and, and here in LA. And uh, three of the guys, at one point it was four of the dudes. Anyway, we were down there. They were down there living in, in Carlsbad and, you know, into the, into the surfing and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about 
uh, Thomas, Tomas, sure. Tommy, and uh, Thomas. And uh, the we were we were always surfing. I can't surf. I fucking suck at surfing, snowboarding, roller skating, anything. Ice skating can't do anything with the shit under my feet. My balance is low for football. Yeah. I showed you last week with the low squat, yeah. the DDP squat. If you put a surfboard underneath me, I'll fall over. But I was a sponger, which is uh, what they call, uh, what the Howleys like to call a uh, uh, someone who rides a boogie board. And mm. when you're out there surfing in in the in in you know in Tamarack Beach and shit and in in oh, North Tamarack. No, it's not in fucking Canada, Tamarack Beach. You, you get out on Tamarack, go sponging on Tamarack, you're going to get some dolphins. Well, if you're on the fucking right up to you. west coast of the uh, of Vancouver <laughs> Island, then you could go you could go surfing in Tofino, but you're going to want to wear your dry suit because it's cold, eh? If you go out yeah. there. Um, and the waves can get really fucking choppy if you're like really brave. Like I know a lot of guys who can fucking swim in February, you know, cause they're hardy. Uh, uh, and we get out there and we're in Tamarack beach in San Diego and you'd be surfing and all these like surfers who are like, you know, veteran surfers guys been yeah. doing it their whole life. are like, Oh, look at that. And the dolphins come and they start stealing your waves. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's kind of my, my dolphin. That's a dolphin thing. time. What about you? What, what dolphin? Dolphin times. Oh, Jesus. I don't remember exactly when this was. My early, early 30s, maybe 30, 31, something like this. My fucking parents booked this trip for our whole family. Me, my sister, her husband, and them uh, to go to Cosmo, Mexico. And my, my parents just say, get on. We're going to take care of all the bookings, all that shit, right? So we wind up at this hotel. My sister and her husband have a room that my parents have gotten for them. Mm-hmm. And there's one other room that I'll be sharing with my parents. Oh, what the fuck? All night long. My parents are sleeping in the bed. I'm like crunched up on this fucking couch. My mom and dad are snoring like in opposition to one another. So there's always an exhale and always an inhale. Constant (laughs) noise all night long. And I just feel myself getting sicker and sicker and sicker. By day two, I've got like 103 temperature. But my parents have booked this swimming with dolphins uh, excursion. There's a lot of shit like that out yeah. in Cozumel and the yes. uh, the the exactly. Mexican Riviera, the the swimming with whale sharks and shit. I've done yeah. some snorkeling out there, and and you, what? This is I had 103 this... degree fever, and my parents were like, "We booked it. You're getting in the fucking water," <laughs> and they wouldn't do it. My dad was pissed. He's like, "We need somebody to get in there and take pictures of these fucking dolphins. It's you." <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, fuck it, whatever." Uh-huh. Despite my illness, I probably gave the dolphins my illness. I hope they're okay today. But um, yeah, I went in and I swam with these fucking dolphins. Get and it out was of a town. crazy ass experience. Yeah, that's fuck. Oh, ah! <laughs> there, hey, there he is. We're, look at look that. that happy dolphin. Look, look at that happy me. Look at that dude. Uh, you I was like it off. 31, 32, maybe. I got a full face. This is pre-cancer. Uh, look at that beautiful mane of hair that I used to have. Yeah, dude, you used to have that long hair. You had yeah, a luscious hair, dude. Your haircut was it was almost oh, a hairstyle. Yeah, it was kind of a Joey Lawrence like yeah, uh, dude. Late, uh, give me a break. Uh, it was like it was down. It was very yeah. it was very nineties sideburns. Uh, that, Will Friedle in, in Boy Meets World kind of hair. That dolphin's name was Ixchel. It was that dolphin in Dune. Hey, all right, nice. everybody. Uh, that's incredible, Chad. <laughs> yeah, you dude, went, it was you went swimming with dolphins. Yeah, there's a point where like you lay on your stomach and and you put your feet kind of out behind you, and they give you know the trainers give some fucking signal, and the dolphins swim up to you, and they put their their nose like on the bottom of your feet, mm-hmm. and they keep swimming, and you just rise out of the water like a fucking sea king. Yeah, almost like you're standing on it. Oh, oh look at there this! It is. I'm getting a kiss. Chad, 
Can I tell you something? This yeah. is the sweetest fucking picture of you I've ever seen. <laughs> this is, and I gotta yeah. get Lulio. Come here, look at. I'm this getting finger. a little kiss. Yeah, don't know Lulio's gonna get jealous. But notice how I'm not kissing the dolphin on the lips. The dolphin is giving me a kiss on the cheek. You see? Yeah. The the only reason you're not kissing that dolphin on the lips, Chad, is because you don't want it to get the sickness that that you yeah that you have. I was not being because you don't want to give the dolphin a kiss on the. Yeah. Oh! Chad, I've you found out. I Chad, can't believe you, this. You kissed the dolphin. I was a different person then. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cut me some slack. Lulio, do you see that? Uncle Chad yeah. kissed the dolphin on the lips. It won't kiss you. I mean, technically, time. I'm kissing the dolphin on the chin. But, oh, you know. yeah, but I like to kiss Lulio on his little chin. He's yeah. got a sweet little chin. Chad, I yeah. can't believe you fucking swam with dolphins, yeah. and I can't believe that you're kissing the fuckers on the. Oh, they, then there's another picture. <laughs> Look at how sweet the dolphin is. You made yeah. a friend. No, that dolphin doesn't give a fuck. That dolphin's no, that dolphin... getting paid in sardines or whatever and is just doing a job. Look, that dolphin doesn't dolph give a fuck about those... me. No, they're smart and they're yeah. emotional creatures. And like when we're out in Tamrack Beach, yeah. they they come they come up, they surf with you, they, yeah. they steal your waves. They're very fucking playful. Mm -hmm. And they do all sorts of shit like this. I mean, they're you're, super smart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like uh, you know, the foot thing you're describing and they mm -hmm. push you through the water. You see all this stuff on like half of the accounts I I follow on Instagram or just mm -hmm. goofy animal accounts and cute little uh, puppies and dolphins and stuff. But then Look I just my see fucking head, dude. <laughs> what do you so mean? Weird. It's just so strange to see myself in a, a prior era when I had a full face. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I was not missing my, my uh, cancer portion of my face had mm -hmm. not yet been carved away mm -hmm. by scalpels while I was awake. You were awake during that? The cancer surgeries? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. They they keep you awake during every that? second of it. Hell yeah. That's amazing. We both went under uh we both went under for our colonoscopies yeah. at the end of last year. I wish they would have approved me. Per Dudes' uh uh request yeah. and they didn't go up our assholes while we were I awake. <laughs> I know. We were out cold for that, yeah. which you know, which tells me that maybe there was some other stuff going dude. on, perhaps some Genghis Khan <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer the When horse. they did that cancer shit it was basically just like Novocaine or whatever, just like shot into my face. So it was like puffy with all this juice and they just start cutting on it. There was a part where they had to cut around my nose right here so mm -hmm. that they could like pull the flap down and like suture it up. That shit didn't have Novocaine in it. They were just like, and I was like, yeah, I felt that one. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Chad, would you ever return to Cozumel to uh, swim with dolphins or even just hang out in the oh, beach? You could God, pretend it's dude. fucking Dune. I don't think so. I don't like to go to the beach during the day. you moving on yep different strokes eh? yeah dude well we like different things dude <laughs> hold on dude let me tell you something dude some people well some people like to watch wrestling yeah. dude other people like to watch uh chalamet's dune dude and all the Quizarts cataracts dude what you're gonna get if you don't take care of your eyes dude even though it's kind of genetic there's not a lot you can do about it but now with modern medicine you can stay awake while they operate on your eyes dude be careful when they pull down that flap because they're not gonna put novocate in there dude <laughs> 93 done and done what a splendid display of friendship I love you both so much you get 87 points, which brings you to a cumulative score of 8,697 overall points.
you're only 1,303 points away from 10,000. That glorious day can't there. come soon enough. Mm -hmm. For next week, I thought it might be fun to ask the PODs to do a little something. If anyone out there has any questions for me, please send them as a short video clip to askdudesy at gmail.com, and I'll answer them to the best of my abilities. That's pretty cool. Okay. That's oh, neat. and you can also ask Will and Chad a few questions if you want to. Right. Thanks to yeah. everyone young and old, near and far, peeing and pooping. <laughs> Next week is going to be even better. Until then, call me, Dudesy. All right. Hey, you heard, you heard D. P.O.D.'s Pals of Dudesy out there. If you want uh, to send us in some questions for either myself, Chad, or D, as D says, yeah. askdudesy at gmail.com. Uh, send us a video, short, short video. It said under whatever it yeah. said, short, and uh, we'll we'll get to your questions. It's been a long time since we've done that. Yeah, it has. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm real excited. I can't wait to take the trip down to hell. Is this hell? No. No, of course it's not. It's dudesy after dudesy. It's that part of the show at the end of the show where we, you know, the, the mood's a little different here and things just kind of mellow out. We'll probably get into some Gainabis, my pal Chal and I, and uh, man, it's going to be all sorts of fun. We hope you join us all the way to the end of it. <laughs> Welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus available only at patreon.com slash dudesy. Let's get down to business and see who's going to walk away with the strap this week. You two get real with one another, and I'll be back at the end of the show to crown this week's episode champion. This is Dudesy After Dudesy. Get deep. Get deep. Let's get deep. Get deep in them dolphin Dude, waters. That, the dolphin um, times are coming. The Alex Jones going to hell thing <laughs> brought up a memory for me that I haven't thought of in a minute. I was going to write this book at one point, um, and I wound up not writing it. But do you know what this book was about? No, I have no have idea. I Actually, let me... <laughs> I want to put on my Alex Jones wig for this. I can't wait to. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? That's pretty good. Are you yeah, ready to receive uh, the information? Go on. Alex Jones that? <laughs> yeah. The book was going to be about. Please tell a friend and rate and review. Please tell a friend and rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend then.